0: all right welcome everybody to soul sundays today we're going to be talking about psychedelics all right i know this is a big topic for you guys uh margarita accidentally (laughs) wore this shirt today i don't know if you guys can see (laughs) um totally (laughs) by accident i
1: didn't yeah i was just like i sat down like oh shit just an awesome tab on my shirt and we're talking about psychedelics today Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) so um yeah we have a lot of people in this group that probably had a lot of different experiences so um, I'd love to just maybe mention a couple things about my experiences and then we can kind of go down the line and people can kind of raise their hand and, uh, talk about it. Um, but I would say that like a couple of the main things that I learned about psychedelics was, um, you know, number one, if you, if you try to go about psychedelics recreationally, like just for fun, it's really hit or miss, right? Uh, you can have a good day, you can have a bad day, a bad trip or a good trip. Um, but if you go into psychedelics with the attempt to learn or to heal, uh, then you can never go wrong, right? It will always teach you something, it will always leave you to something. Um, I've had many different experiences uh, from, you know, mushrooms, LSD, uh, DMT, ayahuasca, all these different things. Um, and I've had uh, some amazing experiences, but I think the biggest, most powerful um, Thing that i've been able to do or that i think is important about all these things is the ability to integrate the teachings right i think when we look into psychedelics or when we when we use psychedelics it's kind of like it's kind of like looking under a microscope and seeing another version of the world from a different perspective right we don't see the world through a microscope on a regular basis and so but there's these Forces that are happening underneath the microscope that can kind of give us an idea of what's happening in our world. And I think a lot of times people look at psychedelics, it, it, they look into the microscope and they just never take their eyes off of it, right? It's like they, they're staring into the microscope, staring into the microscope, like, wow, this is so cool, wow, this is so cool. But eventually, every scientist has to get up and use the information they've learned. If your whole goal is to sit and stare at a microscope all day, then it might not be as effective for you as a healing tool. So, um, so my experience has been trying to find ways to integrate these teachings um, and and, uh, and and make it so that we, we're using them as medicines and tools to make our lives better. Um, you wanna say a couple things about that and then we'll go on to, what we'll probably do is we'll just go down the list of the different psychedelics available and then you guys can talk about your experiences <laughs> with them. So.
2: Um,
1: yeah, I think integration is like the most important because when you are like experiencing it with whatever psychedelic you have merged with, um, you always think like, you'll just, you'll know it forever because you're so embodied in this experience and this new knowing and this revelation and this like mind altering new understanding, um, that you think it's just you know you got it you got it and maybe sometimes you do but a lot of the times what i've found is it is fleeting like and i try and write things down and even if that means like on my phone if i like have something in my brain and there's a lot of stuff that's like not so you know what i mean the next day it will be like okay whatever <laughs> but like the main message that you are receiving i think it's it's super effective to the next day like maybe in the morning or something just write down whatever you've experienced, what came to mind, because like Bo said, it is fleeting. And like when we're doing things intentionally, like the gift of the psychedelic is the lesson that it brings. So we wanna kind of honor that cycle and write down what we've gotten from that trip and then start the integration process um, in in daily life. And that also applies for microdosing mushrooms as well. Um, When you're microdosing mushrooms, it's a little bit easier to catch the information. But I still find that you'll want to have like some point throughout the day, whether that's at the end of the day, or maybe the next day in the morning, you want to write down, or even as you go along, sometimes what I do, you want to write down what you're getting. Because um, yeah, like, that's the whole point of it, right? Like, it's one thing to do recreationally, like mm-hmm. most saying, but it's a whole other level when you actually work with this for healing purposes.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, JJ just said, beware of unearned wisdom. That's something that I think is really, really important to touch on here, guys, is that we're not here to uh, advocate or to, to, um, to bash uh, uh, psychedelics, but we have to be concerned of the pros and the cons. And like JJ said, one of the elements of using psychedelics is that, it provides you a sense of wisdom that is just kind of like instantaneous without us having to um uh, get, uh earn that and it's kind of a shortcut so keep in mind that these shortcut uh solutions will often leave us with shortcut results uh at times right so um they can be a good medicine they can be a good tool uh but uh it's not all fancy gancy. sometimes it's uh it has its downsides as well um, okay, so uh, let's start off with um, let's start off with just we'll go from uh, like the 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 most um, so let's just say the lowest uh, hallucinogenic uh, plant medicines and then we'll we'll go up. Okay, uh, so I guess we can start with cannabis. I know cannabis isn't really a psychedelic. Should we not even go into that one? Yeah. It's not even okay. Okay. Yeah. So so then let's start with. Um, I'll start with mushrooms or cambo because i feel like cambo is not really like a psychedelic but it, it is like i don't know maybe rachel maybe if you want to give us a quick rundown on on cambo your experiences with it and uh try to try to take your lifetime of knowledge and pack that into five minutes if you can
3: yeah, yeah. um hey guys i'm rachel so Cambo came to me when um i changed my water and i started drinking kangen water just because of covid and as soon as I started drinking this water, um, frogs started showing up at my doorstep. And i have done ayahuasca and other, um, other medicines. So I just knew that I was being called to this combo. I was never really interested in it, but frogs were at my door. They were, then there was a frog in my shower. And so I just knew like, wow, like this is a deep calling. And so, I found someone and did it combo is a frog medicine. There's a secretion from the giant monkey tree frog that this frog, because of its diet, it can only be found in Peru or Brazil. So the diet that this frog eats is so special that it provides a lot of healing, um, a lot of healing peptides, peptides you guys know are the building blocks of proteins. They boost our immune system. Um, they create new life, like muscle tissue function, the amino acids from purium the super aminos, like that's really, their are peptides. Um, and so I went and did it and I did it, um, the first time I did it, I did it four times with a day in between. And it was incredible. Like you can tell how much you're detoxing. So what you do is it's a water medicine. You wanna drink about two liters of water before you, um, before you use the combo. And it's done by having like certain points, you can pick wherever, but the goal is for it to get into your bloodstream and clean your lymphatic system. So it's, um, and I got the download last night when I was doing HAPE that combo is a heart medicine because it's pumping your blood and it's, it's, it's so incredible the way that it works. So it's not a psychedelic, but you you are in a trance. You do have like a different kind of experience. You drink the water, then um, a, an incense stick is burned. So you use all the elements of fire to just burn the top layer of the skin off. And your saliva or water, the enzymes in the saliva is actually what activates the, um, the peptides on the combo stick. And you mix it up and then it's applied to your skin And it lasts for about like 20, 30 minutes and you feel um, you're, you're healing. So you feel like a little sick, but you're going through a detox transformation. And, you know, in the jungle, when an animal comes up to a frog, a frog is going to try to defend itself. So they will produce this secretion that goes on its body that if an animal licks it, they'll start to feel sick but it's really, you know, in the ecosystem, creating a balance. So then the the animals are not eating the frogs and the frogs are staying safe and protecting themselves. So it creates like a harmony in the ecosystem, which is exactly what it's doing in the body. And so when you have this in your body, you're heightening your immune system. So they'll call combo the vaccine of the jungle or the antibiotic of the forest. And it's so incredible for me when I did it, I had a <laughs> burst of energy that I used to have, like really deep fatigue and a lot of heavy metals from being on medications for years. So it, it was like life changing for me combo. And, um, and now I've been doing it for, uh, you know, since October. Um, but this is just, it's brought me back home. Like it's, it feels like not as much time, but I know that I've been doing this for lifetimes because I get a lot of visions and downloads and I'll share really quickly. Um, I just did another training just because I, I wanna be, you know, very well versed in this. Cause I, I I'm so, you know, when you do something and you just feel like you've done it many times before, it feels so natural to you. Like that's what this feels like for me. So I just did it three days in a row and I have usually take a little break, but I did three days in a row. And on the last vision, um, the last, the third, third day, the person who served me, she had just lost her brother from COVID. And um, my mom also lost her brother before I was born. He was murdered in Miami. And so I w- was going through my detox process and I was just like outside and I had purged a lot. The water facilitates the purge. So it's pulling all these toxins from your muscles, bones, tissue, and organs into and dumping it into your stomach and the water is facilitating the purge, you're purging it out, or you may need to go to the bathroom. It's deeply cleaning your body and and the peptides are helping you heal. So real fast, the story, I went outside and I was, there was a hammock there and I just like laid in the hammock, like curled in a ball, just like closing my eyes, asking the combo to just like help me, like how much, when is this gonna be over? And I saw myself in my mother's womb. Like I could see the whole fetus and everything. And it was so powerful because I have had the same vision before, but only in ayahuasca. And my mom's brother who died came to me with a feather and was just showing me this like beautiful feather. And and he was like smoking something. So I told the person who was Um, helping me to blow mapacho on me when mapacho is like sacred tobacco it's really grounding so she went and blew the mapacho on me and I just started crying and I could feel like you know the energy of my mom missing her brother in the womb because her brother was murdered a year before I was born so I that energy was there and I, I was just crying and I knew that I was like deeply clearing a bunch of stuff and you know, there's different synchronicities in the world, in the universe, in life as a human that we have to integrate these experiences. But for me, like, it's so funny, Instagram always shows me like a lot of signs. And so, and this isn't anything to do with combo, but it's just an interesting um, thing that happened. This one dance video I did, I usually get like a couple thousand views. Like it's not really, you know, I hashtag and I'm building a brand online, but I'm it's not like I don't care that much. Like I'm okay. It is what it is. I I post from my heart, but this one dance video now all of a sudden has over thirty thousand views, and I was like, wow. And I just know that like I cleared some deep rooted shit, and it's just that's just a sign that's outside of me to show me something, and it's just showing me like you're cleaner now. Like you're you're healing, and it was just. It's just so deep and profound. I just feel so grateful that I found that I found this medicine because I had done a lot of psychedelics to clear the energetics, but I had a lot of density still in my body, and I would have like good things happen to me, and then all of a sudden it would just be like something that just it was bad and it was negative energy, which is panema, which is what combo clears, which is just bad energy. And it wasn't until I found combo and started using that, that I've had just a constant like up in my life since October. And it's really because I've detoxed my body. And that's when I got involved with Puriam because I, I started to learn like, wow, my my physical vibration, it's not just the psychedelics that we do, it's also the density and the vibration that the physical body holds. So um, yeah, someone that I did the combo training with, my friend Denise is on the call as well. So. Yeah, it's, it's it's cool just meeting meeting people and having these deep, deep experiences are you know are life changing. Yeah.
0: That's amazing, Rachel. Like, um and you know, I, I've been wanting to try Cambo actually and people <clears throat> just to give you guys some perspective, like Cambo is not uh like a fun thing. <laughs> like yeah. it's like you are when she says purging, she means like people are vomiting like like intensely and how, uh, how
3: long
1: are you vomiting for?
3: It's only like 20, 30 minutes, but I know because I've done it that the way that I'm going to feel after is so worth putting myself through that because I feel so amazing, emotionally clear. I feel like energetically liberated and free and physically I feel stronger and, yeah. and, yeah. and more energized than before. So right. yeah. yeah, it is, it's a balance you have to put yourself through. Well, through this,
0: one of the things that um, I believe Sadguru was saying was that, uh, places like Brazil uh, where they have ayahuasca and uh, you know, they do a lot of like ceremonies where people are vomiting quite often. And I think in Western society, we look at vomiting as a negative thing. Uh, but in the jungle where, you know, people are eating stuff that they may not necessarily know where it's from or it's not really as controlled. There's a lot of parasites that they have to deal with. And so the vomiting process is actually, uh, if if done intentionally can be, can be really healthy. Um, a lot of the people that, uh, go to the Santo Santo Dime churches, uh, which is these ayahuasca churches. Um, they, they, they are some of the healthiest, most glowing looking people you'll ever meet, uh, because they, they do this on a regular basis and it's not, um, it's not a weird thing for them. So that's really great, Rachel. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's amazing. Um, we, we just recently, uh, Kieran just joined the call. Uh, nice to see you, Kieran. And uh, also, guys, uh, congratulations to Kieran. Kieran just got her ultimate lifestyle transformation. So she, she is uh, now at her, the second degree of our group. So congratulations. <laughs> uh, and also our friend Sophia as well just got hers. Uh, but she's not able to make this call today. So we'll congratulate her next week. Um, okay, so the next one up we're going to have to say mushrooms. Okay. So I know a lot of you have some it's interesting. Kind of ayahuasca, though. Uh,
1: I
4: know we, like- we'll go to ayahuasca <laughs> near the <laughs> end because
0: ayahuasca is really intense. Yeah, is- um, so let's start with mushrooms. Um, just raise your hand on, uh, on the thing here. If you, if you want to discuss mushrooms, um, just put the little hand raise. <clears throat> um, okay. So uh, in my experience, mushrooms has been about, um, integrating the emotional ascension, right? Uh, we are going to, like in this process of ascension, we are learning new things, we are growing um, and our emotions have to deal with all of these new paradigms. And I think that that's what really mushrooms are really powerful for uh, and allow us to do. Um, and sorry, JL, did you, wanna, did you wanna touch on something? Uh, (laughs) No. Okay. okay. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I've had mushroom experiences where I, I, you know, I went in with an intention. I went in with, um, you know, questions and I spent literally four hours ugly crying, Uh, you know, just pure freaking out, losing my mind. But then at the end of the four hours, I felt great. I felt like I understood and I knew exactly what I needed to do. Um, So uh, it was an amazing experience. I've also had uh, microdosing experiences where I was just able to see the world in a much better way. I know uh, I know a lot of um, scientists right now and a lot of like modern researchers are uh, saying that mushrooms can actually help people with their depression in a way that no other medicine can. And it's actually a long-term solution for a lot of things. So um, did you want to touch on it a little
1: bit? Yeah, and um, the reason like just to go into a little bit of science on like why that's a fact. And there's a lot guys, there's so much research. I get so excited about it because there's so much research backing microdosing psilocybin in particular. Um, And like LSD, but let's just stick to psilocybin right now. There's so much research about how it's more effective than an antidepressant pill and it's long lasting. There's a lot of research out there that antidepressants like they work to a certain extent and then it tapers off and then there's no progression from there, but psilocybin (coughs) works every single time and long lasting. You could stop doing it and it'll, you know, you'll still retain that growth that you experienced with the microdosing. I know for myself in 2018, I was just waking up with anxiety all the time. And I couldn't figure it out. I just like my eyes would pop open. I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? I have to like, what's, what's next? Like what's today? And it felt horrible. And I tried microdosing with the intention to help that. And I did a strict 10 week cycle. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of, um, damn, what's his name? Mushroom guy, Terrence McKenna's brother. Dennis McKenna? Yeah. Um, anyways, he has a protocol with microdosing and it's every third day you do a microdose. So day one, day two, day three, rest, then again on day four, two, five, six, rest, anyways. So I did that for 10 weeks and I got rid of that anxious feeling in the morning to this day. I haven't done another strict cycle like that since, but like it's gone and I just met myself. I felt this childlike presence again, right? These are just some experiences But the reason why scientifically this actually works is um, as we get older, our brain develops something called the default mode network. So what that means is, you know, we wake up in the morning and do the same things, think the same thoughts every day. And with time that just solidifies the same patterns. So your brain is like this default mode network. You get up, brush your teeth, whatever, start thinking the same thoughts you were thinking the day before. Right, and this becomes habitual. The older you get, or the more time goes on, I like to say, the harder it is to break out of that. What psilocybin does is it breaks the default mode network and now it creates a super communication highway with all of these new synapses firing together, thinking in new ways, thinking outside of the box, feeling differently, having these new experiences. And so it breaks that default mode network and actually allows you to malleable, like, cre- change your own brain and kind of, like, have this malleable effect, like, what do I want to feel? Like, just pause a second, stop this default, what do I want, right? In a, a
0: rewiring. And a
1: rewiring, to. exactly. And, and that's where your intention comes in. My intention was that, but you have the power to, to do that. And that's, again, why going back to it's so important to have an intention going into this because you're the driver, And sometimes when you're not the driver,
5: psychedelics will be the driver and it's
1: a hit or miss from there. But yeah, so that's like the scientific background on how this is actually like groundbreaking in developments and progression when it comes to just even breaking out of the Western culture, let's say, right? Because we're a sick society. So it's really, really, really incredible. and just helping you change your mind.
0: Amazing. Um, cool. And then, uh, Ellie, uh, you're uh, next on the list. Go
5: ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to comment that I resonate uh, very much with what Margarita said, because I am also working with mushroom now in normal doses, but also microdosing. And I could feel how, you know, I was feeling a lot of stress because of work, worries, and all that. And I mean, it's very interesting that I think sacred plants give you always what you need, not necessarily what you want. <laughs> and I realized that since I was taking the microdoses, you know, I was sleeping so much, but like 10 hours a day. And I was like, even if I was on holiday, you know, those weeks, but even I was sleeping so much, but I realized this is how I used to sleep when I didn't have any anxiety or tension and my mind when I woke up was so clear and so calm you know and it was a, such a wonderful feeling to connect with my true essence again because yeah it's like your brain as you were describing is like doing the same things all day that's something that is not motivating for you and then yeah you can see that it's like an energy stack there on your physical body you know and the microdosis have helped me with that very much
6: yeah Amazing.
5: yeah
0: one thing I think is interesting about uh, mushrooms <clears throat> is that if you look at the, the how mushrooms grow, uh, they're actually like the mushrooms are are the fruit. Um, the plant or the actual element of the mushrooms itself is actually the mycelium. The mycelium is what goes underneath. It's one mycelium is one of the biggest organisms on the planet. It goes underneath almost everything under our earth.
1: They're like and aliens. So, it's
0: crazy. Yeah, the mycelium <laughs> is insane. It goes underneath everything, and then the mushrooms kind of pop out of that. But I think when you eat the mushrooms, what tends to happen is you tend to access the mycelium or the underneath connection of everything that you're connected to. So you feel the connection to the earth. You feel connection to people. You feel the oneness of it all. And I think that's a really cool experience that that manifests through the, uh, the mycelium uh, manifestation. Yeah.
1: And mycelium itself, like, as it grows under the earth, it's actually, like, it, it sends information to all of the plants. Like, in a forest, for example, a mycelium, like, mycelium connects, like, the whole earth, and it sends information to different parts of the ecosystem, which I think is, like, they're like little aliens. It's crazy. It's wild.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so, JJ, I think you are up next. Go ahead, brother.
4: Um, Thank you guys so much for inviting me to this and facilitating this space. It's really nice having a Zoom call that's Purim-related, but not Purim-geared. So thank you very much for that. Um, You were mentioning microdosing. Um, Have you heard of the Stamets stack?
1: That's what it was. It was Paul Stamets, not Dennis McKenna. The Stamets stack was with, so it's dosing every third day with like 10 to 15, maybe 20, but like 15 micromilligrams of mushrooms. Plus
4: lions mane mushroom. Yeah. And yeah, then he yeah. And he incorporates niacin too for like bioavailability and delivery. Yeah. Um I've had a little bit of weird experience with niacin where I just like it like flushes you and it's kind of like alarming. Yeah. But um but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because you mentioned it. And you're talking about uh, like myceliation and how it's like almost like the neural network of Earth. Yeah. Um, it's like we had a we had a funny saying. It's you know tap the cap, trim the stem, and don't disturb the cake. Say
0: that Save again. Yeah.
4: Tap the cap, trim the stem, and don't disturb the cake.
0: Okay. What does uh, that mean? Can you can you explain that further? Unless you just disappeared. I think he
3: just got kicked off or something. That's so weird. Unless <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> the
0: you uh, just. It was like the it, he just like, he just dropped. He's yeah. like tap the cap, duh, blah. Like I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go he's back on sorry we'll give him a chance to explain that all right well, welcome back brother uh if you want to maybe, um explain that for us over here
4: hey sorry man i cut out for a second what were
0: you saying a if you want to explain that saying that you just described
4: So I don't know if it is real or not because once a mushroom fruit has opened up and the skirts drops, it pretty much like dropping spores already, but it's like, you know, tap the cap to make sure spores spread, trim the stem and don't disturb the cake because the mycelium is still alive and growing and will continue to fruit. Oh,
0: got it. Got it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, (laughs) Even if you're growing mushrooms, uh, apparently they are incredibly cost-efficient to grow. Because once that that, uh, mycelium is formed, um, it just keeps producing, producing, producing fruit. And so you can have a a massive tray of just tons of mushrooms being grown. Um, Very very challenging and difficult to do because it requires an incredibly sterile uh, uh, environment. Um, And also I want to just quickly mention uh, dosing for for mushrooms. A microdose is like maybe like a 0.1% yeah, 0.1 of a gram, so 10 micromilligrams. Yeah. Um, uh, so a yeah, point 0.1 of a gram, 0.2 of a gram would be another, uh, like, level up. You want to go low and slow?
1: I would do, like, 0.1, then 0.15, because I found, <laughs> like, that going to, from 0.1 to 0.2, I don't know. It's almost like when you – there's, like, this line where – when it's a little bit over the microdose i just feel funny like i feel funny i'm like oh man it's like well
0: with a point 1 and point 2 like it depends on the quality of the mushrooms as well That's so you got to be prepared for a little bit of like the unexpected and your
2: tolerance level. and your
0: tolerance. but but um, you know a point 5 is another micro is a form of microdose but you, the actual regular doses i would say if you want to start having like an immersed experience is around the 2 Two grams to 3.5 grams and then they say like the hero dose which is where you're really trying to transcend reality uh, would be more of like a five to seven gram dose um, okay cool and then uh, Melody go ahead also Melody is recently one of our second-degree uh, uh, Soul Sunday members she's Yay. got her ultimate lifestyle transformation so congratulations yes. Mel- Melody
7: thank you I'm on day two so that's pretty exciting yeah. Um, so, uh, I haven't had much, um, experience with the microdosing, So I like, I like to have a bigger experience, but that was just me. But I really like, I'm going to try that stack. I like that idea. Um, and I just had this thought come to me, my friend, she's totally in this space too. And she told me that the mushrooms told her they don't like to be grown in plastic. They wanna be grown in something more organic or glass or something like that. So I thought I'd share that with anybody. That makes yeah. sense. But uh, so I, I just thought maybe I would share my experience with um, psilocybin, my second journey. This one was totally different. I got to do a hero dose my first time and that was incredible. But my second time was more of just kind of, um, I think a teaching moment to tell me I can handle, um, things when stress comes. So I'll, I'll just quickly explain what happened. I, um, I felt like this heavy, heavy, like dark wall approaching me. And And I just, I felt like I was getting more and more squished, you know, confined and all that kind of stuff. And I just, I wanted it to go away and you can't get out of a trip. (laughs) You have to go through it. And so I think that was a huge lesson for me was to realize like, you got to face your shit, you know? And so it was just this huge, heavy wall and it was getting closer and closer and heavier and heavier. And all of a sudden I was just like, okay, no resistance. And like Wayne Dyer and Law of Attraction, like all of that was like, okay, I love it. I love it. And as soon as I realized that all of a sudden this huge heavy wall kind of like exchanged into something, uh, I don't know, like, um, like, a, a carnival fair. It was like, I was playing a game and it went ching and like went over to the other side. It turned beautiful. It was colorful and all that kind of stuff. And it was just like, Whoa. Like, so this is what's happening in our life. We get all of this shit that comes up and we want to avoid it. And the best way to do it is to let go. And so all of a sudden another wall came and I'm like, okay, let go. I love it. And it just kind of transferred over. And all of a sudden I was getting in this synchronicity and it was almost like a freeway flowing of exchange of here it is. I'm accepting it. I'm letting go. And then it, Turns over and it was sparkly and beautiful and everything. It was so amazing. It now that I'm talking about it, I just realized I'm like, that's what it was teaching me. But in the moment, I thought I was just addressing all of my previous pain and trauma in the moment. And I was just like, here we go, you know, e- exchange. And so that was pretty incredible for me to realize like how resilient we are, how strong we are, and the purpose of getting rid of that emotion and getting rid of that energy. It's not meant to stay with us, which is what I did my entire life was I repressed and I, I was afraid of negative emotion. And so that was huge and pivotal to me to recognize um, that. And that was only in my second journey. So
0: that's amazing. That's amazing. And that's really what it is. I find that like um, <clears throat> one of the first times I ever did uh DMT, um, there was these like joker faces spinning around with these razor sharp teeth. And I was like, oh my God, this is terrifying. Like, holy cow. And then, uh, and then I was like, man, just, just let it go. And like, you control this, you control this with your mind. And right when I started to take control, that's when all the, the, the razor sharp teeth faces just started smiling and laughing. It was like, okay, you get it. Right. Um, another little, uh, life hack guys, um, for, for, uh, mushrooms. Um, what I did one time is I actually, uh, so you boil the mushrooms in water, Well, you don't boil it, but you just get it to a boil. And then once it starts to boil for a little bit, you let it drop down again and then let it boil and let it drop down again. And, and, and I was doing this while stirring the mushrooms, getting them into this tea. Um, and then once the tea was made after like brewing it for a little bit, um, I put it into ice to cool it down and that way I had this like kind of like cold tea but it was made of just pure mushroom psilocybin stuff and then I mixed it with uh purium <laughs> okay <laughs> so <laughs> so I put it into the power shake and guys all that gut pain and that stomach problems that you're talking about nothing <laughs> nothing I'm telling you it's the best way to do it plus you have all those superfoods with all that natural light in it and then you take the uh, all that light goes into your body, and it makes the visuals of your experience a lot more powerful. If you haven't tried that, this is like low key the, the the dark side of Purium that no one that you're not gonna see on the main calls, okay? But but this is what some of us are using it with, and it's phenomenal. So, uh, and Ali, Purium is, is the superfoods company that we're working with. Power shake is one of our, like, main uh, blends.
1: Our light foods, we like to call it. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, okay. Uh,
1: that, that
0: was some really good stuff there, guys. Um, okay, so let's move on to the next one, uh, which would be LSD, right? LSD uh, is uh, made out of the ergot fungus, I believe.
1: Yeah, it's ergot um, fungus.
0: I always say that, like, mushrooms is a way that we can um, integrate the ascension of our, our emotional ascension. And LSD is more into the integration of our intellectual ascension. Like when I do, when I've done mushrooms, I feel like I feel connected to the earth. I feel connected to the universe. I feel everything. When I do LSD, it's like, I know everything. And I, it's a, it's a knowing that is connected to something much higher or much deeper than I could ever even imagine. Um, and, uh, I've been able to write some incredible music on LSD, like, um, develop ideas and communities uh, for for communities that I want to build. Um, a lot of people, even uh, in Silicon Valley, are well known for uh, like in the tech industry that are doing a lot of these big ideas. And big companies are all micro dosing LSD as well. Yeah.
1: And they have been for years. Yeah, like for absolute years.
0: And it's it's mind boggling. It's you know it's uh, you know some of some of these. I mean, we have thousands of stories not thousands that's excessive we have a lot of stories to tell about different LSD experiences but uh i don't know if ellie if you want to get get started on this one
5: and i never try lsd actually so i wanted to ask all of you openly that if you feel a difference with with mushrooms because for example i was watching a lot of videos of Terence McKenna probably you know him and, and he was explaining how for him the trip was very different because he could feel the mushrooms is the orga- is organic molecule but LSD is let's say artificial made, you know, and then he could feel like how you know their organic works very differently in your body as the LSD, even though you know it's, it's a similar molecule. So I don't know. I was just wondering if you felt that, if you can compare both or yeah.
0: Yeah, like I mean, I think I think I would have to agree that like mushrooms is definitely a more natural experience. Um, although I do find personally that LSD is much more maneuverable. Yeah. it's much more um it's easier to integrate because when you're doing mushrooms the whole world seems to shift like you know reality is morphing like things are moving differently and it kind of you, you feel out of your element a little bit i find it can, it can feel a little bit out of control um with lsd it's very difficult for me to feel out of control like i really feel like i, I I'm, I'm aware of everything in the process the first time I ever microdosed LSD, I forgot that I did it because it was just so similar to normal life um, with just a slightly expanded awareness.
1: Enhanced, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I've done larger doses of LSD as well where, you know, I'm looking at stuff and, like, I don't, I don't feel weird about it. It's not overwhelming. It's just it's, – it's not like I, I'm going out of space. It's, I'm very clear on what I'm looking at, but I'm seeing things from a much deeper perspective. Um, JJ, did you want to touch on
4: that? Oh, I think you're on. Yeah, yeah I got it. Um, yeah, going back to like the, like you just said, LSD has a very like crisp, clear, like, aspect to it where mushrooms, it's not like not clear, it's it's the lucidities there. But like you said, it's like very like swirly, very rounded uh, visual aspect. But touching on like the artificial versus the natural thing, I definitely can feel that like mushrooms. Once you get to a certain space, you have no choice but to, for it to be a spiritual type experience. Um, LSD, you can definitely it, it like it can definitely take on more of like um, like a drug aspect to it, like a typical drug where it is bringing you a lot of energy. It's very stimulating. You do have a lot more control over your faculties, so you can go party or whatever it is, you um, so, so in that aspect, it's like, but if you use it with intention, I think that you can, you can, it's absolutely a sacred medicine to be worked with. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh, Melanie asked, is it addictive physically or do you get addicted to the level of thinking so that you become reliant? I think that can be with anything. I think with mushrooms, most definitely anybody that's done mushrooms can tell you that like it's not, uh, it's not something you want to do every day. Even
2: LSD, though, um,
1: though, like after you have a good trip, you're like, all right, I'm good for yeah, like a
0: like, while. <laughs> it, 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 and it, it, again, it, it depends on the person because there are people that become addicted to addicted to it. I wouldn't say it's physically addicting, but it can be it can be mentally and psychologically addictive. Absolutely, I know people that get stuck. Um, just like again, looking under the microscope and 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 finding their divinity through that. And there are other ways to find divinity right? Um, there are other ways to find access to your spirituality. LSD can give you a peek into that if you, you know, either don't believe in that or you, you know, you're, you're, you've lost it for a while and you can't seem to get it back. It can remind you, but yeah, it, can, you, it is a, a challenge that people should be cautiously aware of uh, that, uh, so that you're not getting stuck in that loop. Um, so, Sharice, uh, I think you wanted to, to mention something. I think you're on mute, my friend. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um yeah, I've done LC L- a few times and I find it's really just calmed me down. And I find I sit there. Well, the first time I did it, I did a full. I haven't done a full since. I've just kind of microdosed since then, but the first time I did it, I remember just sitting on my couch and is I find it's very um personal. Yeah. I don't think you have people around for it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I just found myself laughing, like cracking up and telling jokes with my being beings all day long it was very jovial and sitting there realizing like nothing's wrong like everything's okay I remember thinking if I sat on this couch and did nothing else for the rest of my life like I'll be good and happy like nothing that serious is going on here and I just find I've microdosed since then I actually did it a few weeks ago but it's true like you said Melanie, like you do it once you think you, you, like, you, you can go a long time without doing it it's not something I would do every day but I find like it feels like you just smoke like the most massive sativa Like you, you you just ate like the massive, most massive sativa ground and it's just like ah, but it's just very like nice and calming. And if you microdose is calming, I mean, I would, I would like to get into a deeper crazy trip. I'm kind of (laughs) nervous, you know, melt into the ground. But I definitely find the first time I did it, I was like so focused, I almost had something floating in my hands. But because I was in my head and I like got scared, it came back to reality. But I remember being in the mirror, like you go look in the mirror and that stuff you really have a great trip like
0: and you just
2: (laughs) like that's i find anything when you're high like i think the mural's portal.
0: yeah Yeah. oh my god yeah yeah guys psychedelics 101 unless you're ready for a really deep powerful experience stay away from the mirror (laughs) that's awesome um and uh jj did you have something to add or did you just have your hand up still
4: yeah just touching on the the addictive part that we are talking about it's like you can totally abuse these substances especially lsd it has a lot more of an addictive abusive potential i think than mushrooms like it it it's not that you're addicted to just like whatever that is it's like you were talking about like the wisdom that that instantaneous wisdom or unearned wisdom it's like instead of like having that experience and then integrating slowly to come back up to that it's like I don't want to go back, you know, like I want to be, I want to stay on this plane. So it's like, you're not like, I want to get high. It's like, I want this level of consciousness. So it, that's like part of that cycle that I can touch on more, but. Oh, no, definitely.
0: I, you know, it's interesting. Cause I'll, will do LSD with people. And then like a couple of days later, someone will be like, yo, you want to do LSD again? I'm like, no, not a fucking chance. Like I'm, I'm getting back to earth. I like it here. <laughs> it really makes you appreciate the realm that you exist in because you're like oh my god like fuck like so much. like it's so much all the time like you know oh,
1: man. no jj i'm glad you said that though because i was actually to piggyback off of what you're saying it's not the substance itself that's addicting but it's the wisdom and if you're not again integrating into everyday life and being like okay how can i like recreate this myself right yeah. like that's if you like yourself on LSD or on like any anything really, but like, and you wanna keep going back to experience this self, then it's time to be like, okay, like how can I, I am this all the time with or without anything. So how can I be this and experience this now? Yeah. Um, And then to touch on the science, I study psychedelics a lot guys, I really love it. (laughs) Um, To touch on the science of like what it works on in the brain So there's a receptor called the 5-H2A receptor. And that is what we receive serotonin from, right? So, you know, like some drugs like MDMA, let's say, it'll just deplete your serotonin, right? Psychedelics, or let's say like psilocybin and LSD, don't actually work on your serotonin. The molecule itself from the psychedelic fits into the receptor, just like serotonin. So your serotonin isn't touched, but it it does fit into the same receptor site. And the interesting thing about this is the enzyme or the molecule from the psychedelic, like if if the receptor is like, this is a lock and this is the key, right? And serotonin, this is what serotonin is made to fit in. What's insane is the molecule from psychedelics actually fits better than serotonin it's actually a better fit key than our own serotonin which is insane um
4: what's the benefit of that like or what's the what is the effect of that the
1: effect of that is it's not as dangerous and depleting to our own stores because the psychedelic molecule is what's coming in too right so there's no versus something like versus there. something
0: like mdma which or, will just deplete our own or,
1: serotonin it'll send our own serotonin off and like just mm. sit fit in the receptor but because the psychedelic molecule is a better fit like it's more of a more of the shape of the receptor than our actual serotonin is and
0: this is for lsd specifically right psilocybin not for psilocybin yeah both. oh okay both yeah okay but not dmt
1: so i don't know about dmt i haven't studied then, that, much uh, about that but, but it's just crazy because it's like I don't know i think like these are often referred to like foods of the gods. so are you saying
0: lsd and shrooms don't deplete
1: serotonin yeah oh they don't so, and that they're not addictive in that sense too like they don't cause a lot of harm in the body if taken like it's very hard to overdose on either of them
0: you can't really overdose on lsd trust me i've tried um <laughs> and now you, on, on
1: nah, you just got like unlimited.
0: No, it just, everything just turns silver. I don't know how else to describe it.
1: Like, Kadeem, is Kadeem on this call? I think
0: Kadeem's here, yeah.
1: Okay, when I did what I call unlimited LSD, because I just kept having one, and I was just like, nope, this is it, I've reached the top, this is it. Kadeem just turned into the Looney Tunes, Um, like, you know, that, like, that, like, tunnel of the Looney Tunes, and it was just-
6: I'm dying. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you were just like silver, and it was just like Bugs Bunny as Khadiem's, which is funny because Kadeem has a rabbit. But anyways, guys, silly times. Yeah,
0: I just, I did You just see everybody for their ethereal self. Um, Melody, did you uh, want to add something?
7: Yeah, a um, couple of things. I wanted to just talk about the addiction part of anything. Um, as a mental health advocate, I've been studying a lot about, you know, all different kinds of mental health issues. And what I've come to in my own personal life and study is that anything can be addictive. It is how we use it and why we use it. So food, you know, are we closing fast food joints? We should, but are we closing it? No one's saying that. uh, I mean, obviously there's massive obesity and stuff like that, but shopping or relationships, sex, you know, all of those things are addictive and, um, if it doesn't matter. So it doesn't mean we should get rid of everything. It just means we need to understand why it is we're using something and how we're using it. Um, and I'm really sorry. I actually don't know your first name sitting next to Bo, Margarita. Margarita. Okay. Hi. I I am like totally. I would love to have a, a, a longer conversation about your research because I'm like totally loving all this stuff too. Um, when we're ready, I want to talk about ketamine, but I don't know what's the next thing. Yeah, we'll get
0: into it for sure. Yeah. This one will probably yeah. be like a little bit longer of a call because uh, so uh, because it's just you work. Such an
1: exciting the- topic. So yeah. much to say.
0: Yeah um, and, and just to touch on that too, um, I think it's important to remember what the basis of addiction is. Um, to understand addiction, you have to understand subdictions. And a subdiction is where you experience an extreme lack of something in your life. There's a, there's a strong density to that extreme lack. Uh, and then an addiction is just an extreme fulfillment of that extreme lack, right? Where you're kind of like, having an extreme, you need an extreme way to balance that lack of whatever it is in your life. Um, So I think it's really important that we, um, that we understand that so that we're not using these shortcuts to, um, to try and balance these extreme lacks, whereas really what we need to do is just find that true balance, that natural balance, um, and uh, do that with things that are going to uh, leave us feeling centered.
1: Yeah, and I think Melody, that's a great point because anything could be that shortcut. Even food could be a shortcut, right? Yeah, so.
0: and if, if 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 we say anything here too, that you know that uh, uh, that you want to double check research, throw uh, throw anything that you guys learn into the group. Uh, we're we're open to hearing about it. Um, so the next one I want to touch on, uh, we'll talk about ketamine for sure. Um, actually, yes. let's just talk. about with uh, DMT and ayahuasca. Um, so uh, maybe Melody, if you wanna touch on, uh, have you had any experiences with ketamine? Or are you? Did you wanna touch
7: yeah, on that? Yeah, I definitely wanna talk about it because I've had some thoughts that I, I feel like weren't even mine, that they were kind of a download. And so I'm not attached to them. And I just thought, okay, maybe it's supposed to be shared through me. Um, so I was introduced to ketamine back in October And as soon as someone tells me it's good for mental health, then I'm like, I got to I got to figure that out for myself. I'm not going to just take something. Um, And so I did my research and it wasn't it wasn't confirming enough to me that it was something I wanted to try. Um, And going along with what you said about the receptors and things like that. The research that I found about ketamine was that they don't know why it has that effect. Like there isn't scientific proof on ketamine why it does what it does in the brain. And the research that I did recently was that ketamine um, was only tested for medical purposes for surgery and just that it was safe to use in surgery for pain. And it was only tested for five years before the FDA approved it. And then it was approved for surgical settings. Um, and the reason why I'm so interested in it is because uh, I have people that I care about that use it a lot. And, um, and because it's a disassociative, that's another huge red flag for me. But um, I'm just thinking, from the grand scheme of things, life is about experiencing, feeling our emotions and all that kind of stuff. And so if someone is constantly disassociating from their own life, what's the purpose of life, you know? So I go, I go way out in an extreme and I understand like people have gotten some health on that. However, ketamine seems to be really pushed in the psychology our our psychiatry, um, field right now. And I'm just like, why is it getting pushed? And so I started asking questions and then I got this download and I'm like, okay, so here's a thought and it's out there. Um, like I said, I'm not attached to it. It's not my opinion, but, um, so back in the sixties, all the psychedelics were, um, banned and, uh, classified as a schedule one drug because it was opening <laughs> people's minds, bringing awareness. And now we're having people that aren't controlled, you know, free thinkers, nonconformists. So that's really good. Well, they're, they're the ones that are okay about these psychedelics and having those kinds of experiences. And, and it was actually being helpful for our mental health. You know, it was very beneficial. And so now they're starting to come out again and ketamine is a chemical versus psilocybin, which we just talked about plant medicine and how healing that is. And the thought that came to me was, okay, if they're pushing this chemical as an alternative for mental health, um, they're just getting someone else on to, Another drug to then make money off of. You can't make money off of psilocybin, you know, because then people are are feeling better and getting well, and then there's no money in it. But there's money in ketamine because they can produce it and they can sell it. Yeah. And so then we have a community that's already sick mentally that is now getting introduced to this chemical that is extremely addictive if it's not used properly so we have that community but then we have the free thinkers and the people who are comfortable like ourselves on a psychedelic and that's how you get that group to be controlled by a substance that gets controlled and disassociates and then now they're controlling everybody that's that was the thought was you (laughs) yeah you you attack from one aspect, you know, and say, this is a healthy drug for mental health, but then you're also saying this is also for the free thinkers, the psychedelics, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I just thought, oh, we better watch out for this one. Um, because if we are controlled by a substance, then that is how it's going to happen anyway. So you know,
0: what? I think that's a good point. I'm and, um, like I've never tried ketamine personally. Um, and I think the reason why I didn't was because I remember growing up and seeing all of my partying friends doing it. And then they're in this like K hole and it really kind of turned me off. Uh, but at the same time, I recently just had a guy follow me. Uh, and I do hear what you're saying with the whole, with the, with the, um, the, the disassociative aspect of it and being able to market the product because it's a chemical. Um, but, uh, you know, I've been seeing some people talk about their, their experiences with ketamine. And I think just really with any of these things, <clears throat> what's really important with any psychedelic is the setting and the intention, right? I think if you're doing it ceremonially, if you're doing it with a, with a guide, that's super important. Just doing it by yourself in a room with no one around, uh, that can lead to a, a lot of different problems, right? With any of these psychedelics, right? going in with a specific intention and, uh, uh, and having somebody who has experience and who is healthy and you trust guiding you through the process as well. Um, so yeah, Marcelo, man, let's hear it from you.
6: I agree with everything you just said, brother. I love that. That's very true. And I, I've never had any of these experiences in a ceremony setting, and I, I should. <laughs> like, I really should. Um, as far as ketamine, that's an interesting one, man. That's a very interesting one because when I got introduced to that, I just got out of surgery, not, not to go too, too deep into why and how it happened, but I just got out of surgery and it was horrible what they did to me. They were just pumping me full of Dilaudid, IV Dilaudid. That's, you know, synthetic heroin and they weren't able to control the pain like the pain was not being able to like settle down. So they're like, we can't give you any more Dilata. You're about to die if we give you more. So I just remember that I'm just, I, I get man. The emotions come up to me, man, when I, when I feel this, cause it was just like, I'm reliving it. <sighs> I just remember the doctor, the, um, what's his name? What's it called, the uh, anesthesiologist. He comes in and he's like, all right. He just hits me up with, with ketamine, IV. Dude, all I remember is Everything just turned like geometrical, like shapes, like squares. It just kept going, 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 going. And then something just hit me, boom, like right here in the middle of my head. And I fall back. I just keep falling back, falling back, falling back, falling back. And it was so powerful because it just took over my breath. It took over everything. And I guess that's the K-hole that everybody talks about. Um it did knock me out. I do remember that it did knock me out. And a few weeks later, you know, the, the pain was still not being able to control. So they, they would come in and they would just hit me with that. And it was so, it was so strange. It was just so strange, the feeling of ketamine because it was like, I liked it, <laughs> but I didn't like it. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was so strange. It was just so strange. Um, it didn't control the pain. I don't, I don't, I don't really see no benefit of it. You know what I'm saying? Like mushrooms, I saw benefit from that. You know the thing about mushrooms? To, not to go too far back. Um, When I did mushrooms, I saw my dad, and that shit made me cry so much because my dad, he was born in 1943, and he's getting older. You know what I'm saying? And you know we're Uduwine, we're we're Latino, so we're always like, no, nah, you gotta listen to me. No, nah, I'm listening to you. And it's like we're always yelling at each other, and it's. When I saw him, he, he just looked like a little baby, man. He looked like a little baby. And all I wanted to do was just hug him. And, and I cried. Like, that crying is so therapeutic. I just let all that emotion out. And I cleaned the house. <laughs> it made me clean the house, man. Like, I cleaned the fucking house, like, at four in the morning. The whole house for my family. And that's just, you know, it's just a matter of love. Like, this stuff, all this is is releasing that heart chakra and opening it up. You know, um, but I will say, be careful, man. Be careful with this because it's like, it's like the the tire on on a rim. The more that you do it, the tire just starts to lose its thread. You know what I'm saying, And You gotta be careful. You just gotta be careful. Um, next time I do any of this, I will be with the shaman and with, you know what I'm saying, like-minded individuals, like y'all, man, that know what the hell y'all are doing. And I'm not just doing yoga and karate moves by myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like for real. Because that's what I was doing. I I will say when I did LSD and and mushrooms, I was kicking like Bruce Lee perfectly, bro. It was a perfect (laughs) kick. For real. That's amazing, bro. Thank thank you you so much much for sharing, sharing, man.
0: Uh, we're going to let, uh, thank you again. That was amazing. Um, and it's true. Also, cleaning on mushrooms is the best. You, you want to clean your house like you've never seen before. Oh, you'll is. get details on shit that you never even thought.
6: And I got my, hey, I wore my shirt today, man. There you go. Shirt, Allison <laughs> <laughs> that's Yeah. That's yeah. If, you,
0: if you clean on mushrooms, you, you'll be like up in the ceiling in the corners, like, well, you know, vacuuming that. fucking uh, all kinds of <laughs> shit. Uh, okay we'll, we'll we'll go to jj and then we'll and then uh, we'll uh we'll touch uh, i think um rachel wanted to add something as well and then we'll finish off with the ayahuasca
4: um i just wanted to touch on ketamine like it is a really strange one it's it's a different like float like view like i don't know the right word for it. it's a different book on the shelf entirely and it it, it has this like nature to it where it seems like it's one thing and then you hit a certain dose and it's like totally different experience Mm. um so you're talking about like k-holing and i i don't know as far as the actual benefits like you were saying of that experience other than like wow that was a different thing i've ever experienced before i can experience that but hitting on the the like um like you, you said like some of the conspiracy theory stuff with the government controlling consciousness and stuff I definitely can see its potential as sort of a higher dimensional trap. Like, it, it, like people that I know or, or have had experiences with that are dosing on something like LSD really consistently to where they never are coming back to that space. Like you were talking about where it's like, whoa, like I definitely, that was so much, like where they live in the so much all the time. It's like, they're using ketamine super, super casually consistently to calm down, to be able to like relax for a moment. And I see that like being abused like like rampantly. And with that being said, too, um, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I've seen it happen many times where the next step after that is heroin. And I don't know. So,
0: well, I think I think what's interesting about what what I find with heroin is it, it, it's you know from that morphine right where uh, people are trying to remove the pain right. And uh, I think ketamine sounds like it. It can be a disassociative uh, experience that can help you disassociate from the pain Uh, and uh, heroin is just kind of like that next level up of that disassociation from that pain because that's what we are as humans we're always trying to gain pleasure or avoid pain and uh, sorry Sorry, melody did you want to say something about the, the negative side effects in the body and then we'll go to rachel
7: yeah Um, so a friend of mine and another group posted something from Reddit, um, and I'll try to find that link and share it, um, with you, Bo, and then you can spread it or whatever. But, um, it was talking about what ketamine can do if you're using a lot, like some of my friends are, it just rips your bladder apart and there's other, other internal things that are happening. But the one thing that I Uh, noticed in my research was that people who are using it recreationally but almost as their own therapy there's um there's something to be said about uh using uh a something like that like ketamine to integrate your own health um for people who are just using it for fun um, they say it has a side effect of causing mental health challenges. So that's something to consider. And then for someone who is alone doing it and not recognizing or going in the K-hole or something like that and how it could negatively affect them that way. So it's just be super mindful. Like what we're talking about is you know the intention and all that kind of thing. But I didn't know this when one of my friends went into a K-hole they didn't tell me that they wanted to have that experience. I wasn't, I wasn't nervous, but I was just like, "How do I help?" You know? And I, my friend comes into the room and she's like, "Oh, give him a sucker, and that will get him out of a hole just like that." And I'm like, "That would have been helpful yesterday." But um, <laughs> anyway, just something you know, like if you are around friends that are doing this. Ask them what their intention is so that you can hold a safe space for them. You know, like my friend wanted to do that. He wanted to integrate some of the things um, I didn't agree with him using all the time, but that's just, you know, what he wanted to do. But I just thought me knowing what he wanted to do and, and just making sure he was safe, that would have helped, I think a lot of us, but anyway, that was what I wanted to share.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much melody uh and then rachel i think you wanted to add something
3: yeah um this has just been such an interesting topic because um i was really really close with someone who um once i started really getting into combo and then becoming a practitioner he kind of like distanced himself from me a little bit and he um he just made this movie, I don't know if it's out yet. We're still friends, but it was just, it was a weird interaction that happened. Um, and he just made this movie about ketamine with uh, Lamar Odom doing um, doing the ketamine. He, Lamar Odom also did a boga and then ketamine. But he got very into ketamine and wanting to promote ketamine and how ketamine is gonna help people heal. And I intuitively at the time, I don't know I've never done ketamine but I, I when I used to sell pain cream um the doctors would put the you know the ketamine into the cream to for like muscular pain and stuff but intuitively it just didn't feel right for me to do and he would be like well you know like you know for you to share your your experiences like on his platform he's like you have to try ketamine and I just I didn't feel the call to it
7: yeah. so
3: I didn't do it but um it just felt like, I know it's some type of crystal that, um, the crystal is, it just didn't feel, it felt more synthetic intuitively. So I just didn't feel, I didn't, It didn't feel right. But, um, it's super interesting that it does that to your body because it's supposed to get rid of pain, but it's a huge disassociate. And if you're like, for someone who is like schizophrenic or bipolar or, um, what's the other, um, they are it's something like bipolar but i forget what it's called but it's like another um mental thing but if you're disassociating so much and taking that person borderline what borderline personality disorder borderline if you're borderline
0: borderline personality disorder.
3: exactly and you take that person like out of their brain and disassociate that is taking them farther away from like where they're supposed to be. So it's not, it's not healthy, like mentally in that way. And I just, I, I so I didn't feel a call to it, so I've never done it, but it's interesting to hear this because um, there's a, a peptide in combo, which it's like dermoceptin or something. And that is a peptide that is for pain and it's stronger than morphine. Mm. Like it kills pain stronger than morphine. So I, I guess that I didn't see how they kind of like, are contraindicated, one's from nature, one's more like the mushroom kind of idea, how it's like connected to nature, made from animals and plants and and things like that, where the other one is like made in the lab and they were, what the way that he's doing it and, and, and if it's helping some people, like it's good, like everyone finds their own way, but I don't know, it's just interesting to hear this again from you guys. They're having a doctor sit in a room, then intravenously inject the ketamine And then they're watched like, you are like for 20, 30 minutes and then, and then they come back. But I don't know like how healthy that is for your physical body.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Like ketamine is also one that I've never been attracted to much. I did it once, but it was like, I didn't do a heroic dose and it was in a party setting anyway. So like, but it, it is really weird and I've never been attracted to it again because I mean... When I take like plant medicines, I feel the earth. When I take things like ketamine, like it's just, it is like, I, it is a disassociative. So like you feel removed and I'm like, I I don't know. Like, and, and I know that some people do say that there are these therapeutic benefits of like reaching the cable or whatever. I personally don't have like, I don't know. But all I do know is like, it is synthetic and I don't really classify it as the same thing even though it can be similar to like our category of like mushrooms ayahuasca dmt lsd like that to me is like a group and yeah i don't know i don't know what to say about ketamine much
0: you know what there, there's there's so i just realized we're like now 15 minutes over and <laughs> there's so much even still to talk about <laughs> with uh, ayahuasca iboga san pedro like there's uh, mescaline there's so many other ones we should talk about
6: mescaline.
0: so that being said we will have to have a part two, guys. We're going to have to have a part two. Sometimes this happens with good topics. We're going to have to do it next week as well. Uh, but next week, we're going to talk about uh, ayahuasca, iboga, all, all those different guys, things.
1: big guys. Pedro, yeah. And,
0: uh, you know, I'll, I'd love to share my experiences with you guys because I've had some life-changing experiences.
2: Yeah. I uh, know all
0: of us have. Um, so this has been really powerful, guys. I think what's important that we're all taking from this is that there's multiple different experiences there's um you know different perspectives and ways to look at it and um and that it's important that we go about this with awareness you know with the good and the bad not just the not just the hype right um there's there's ways of doing this the right way and ways of doing it the wrong way and and we can um we can really learn from each other through these experiences so thank you guys so much for participating and uh i'm gonna stop the recording right now but thank you guys so